Hi, Money Makers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, <laughs> share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. Futures are in deep red. That is serious. But anyway, back <laughs> to this episode. China's economy is basically on the brink of collapse. Why we're still going through this Ukraine-Russian war? Because someone assassinated someone's daughter, allegedly. <laughs> well, Putin's like right-hand man. Yeah, and yeah, well, allegedly. But back to China. So basically, they have been calling this a real estate Ponzi scheme. And this all started with Evergrande, that big real estate firm that was in China that re- that defaulted last year. Basically, the idea of what people have been saying in summary is that how many of this real estate development occurred in China was they would start a property, like the build on it, then they would collect money for it. So they would just collect pre-approvals for it, collect all that money. Mm-hmm. Construction happens. Yes, even before the ah. like it could it does not exist. You're just collecting money <laughs> oh. based on it. You're so putting whenever the building is now built, the people that do the prepayments will now they have the right. To yeah, exactly, to exactly. So okay. it's kind of like how you see it here in the US. Like you see the model home, you like it, you pay for it, mm-hmm. then building starts, then you move in. Oh, okay. But here's the problem: what they would do is they have all these units, they pre-collect on it when they start building collect collateral on that pre on that pre-collected building mm-hmm. start another, another project uh, pre-collect and that's how the cycle continues so just a whole bunch of leverage exactly uh-huh. but guess what now they're not completing those projects and these people who took the deposits are having to pay for those mortgages uh-huh. yes so they're still so paying. why are they completing the projects they're not able to they don't have enough have funds money. for it uh-huh. because they're over leveraged so think about like having like 1 million here you're paying loan on that and you collected like 500,000 here. Yes. Then now you have this one million, but you're still going to pay the workers to complete that building. Yeah. But because they're over leveraged and they put that building a collateral, nobody's giving them more money for that. That's why they're going yeah. through that's that. That's interest in that as well. Exactly. Exactly. So because there's not enough money to finish up the project, that's why they can't complete it. So and I, that's why they're protesting. This speaks into the reason I saw this about, I think yeah. it was last week, two weeks ago, the Chinese government actually cut rates. Yes. And they did the $44 billion bailout package exactly. for their home developers. Yes. Well. Just because they're trying to delay the inevitable, because people were saying that this was supposed to happen in 2015. Some rumors about it was supposed to happen in 2019. Then in 2020. Yeah. Then in 2021. Now in 2022. Who knows? 2023 again. <laughs> but it looks like they're Eventually. very good. Yeah. They're very good at delaying this. Now, what does this mean for the U.S. economy? What, what, how does this, how is it going to affect us? Because I, I mean, it's in China. But guess what? Coronavirus was over there. Not <laughs> exactly. So similar to how the 2008 was, when a major economic crashes, everyone's mm-hmm. going to be affected. And China is the second largest economy in the world. So this is definitely going to affect us. And because of this, people are also, there's also been rumors about some companies that are doing like shady stuff and all of this shadiness happening. How do we protect U.S. investors, because some U.S. investors are invested in Chinese companies, right? And even when you look at the housing market here in the U.S., $6 billion of it, I think 
some Chinese investors are, and it's about $6 billion that they're invested in sharing the U.S. economy. So exactly. So they're wondering, okay, are these people going to pull out? So now the U.S. is like, okay, we see $6 billion, which could potentially be pulled out from the real estate market. How much are these people invested here and how much is the damage going to be like for U.S. investors that are exposed? So that's why they want to audit them. So some provinces in China, I, I believe like Hong Kong, are claiming because of privacy issues, they can't mm-hmm. do that kind of audit. So some companies are voluntarily delisting themselves. So that's a recap of what's really going on and how that might potentially affect the U.S. market. And we're seeing that there might be damage going on. But what do you think about the whole issue and what have what has your thought process been? Yeah, I think it's definitely been very, very interesting. And something that stood out to me that you said is just how China has been putting this off for a longer time. Yeah. But I think they say that, you know, if you fall out of the first floor of a building, maybe you break your leg. But yeah. if you fall out of the sixth or seventh, <laughs> you might actually die. No, you, <laughs> might, you will die. What you talking Whenever about? Whenever you, you postpone pain, yeah, it causes things to be way worse. Look at America with inflation. Yeah, we also that hung. You know, Fed they should raise the rates Rate much early, earlier, yeah. but they kept waiting, and inflation just kind of went out of control. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's actually what makes me nervous. Now, what does that mean for American investors? Yeah. You said that $6 billion is what the Chinese own in American real estate. About, at least yes. that I saw a figure. Yeah, I that ballpark. Video, yeah. yeah. This is a drop in the bucket when you look at the, the four total trillion, worth, 43, 43 trillion. trillion. Yeah, that's yeah. the worth of the American real estate market. Yeah. However, the question is, what if they all try to sell at the same time? Hmm. That is the biggest challenge because what is going on in China, we don't know what direction is headed to. Mm-hmm. We don't know if the worst has happened already. Yeah. Because if China, this is the worst that's happened, now they've cut rates, they've passed the $44 billion. Maybe it doesn't get that bad. However, if it's going to get much worse, there yes. is a chance that many of these Chinese real estate investors in the United States may try to get out of their positions, their properties here, very, very quickly. And that could cause yeah. some kind of instability in the real estate market like we're seeing Already. With already with an already weak real estate market mm-hmm. in America, where you're seeing housing prices being cut, and they've already announced that, you know, we're already in a recession. Actually, the real estate market is already in a recession. Yeah, because of the negative sentiment. Exactly. But then again, I'm thinking this recession word is just thrown <laughs> around a lot because we're coming of like historical high numbers. Exactly. So if we went up like five hundred percent, okay, cool, you're down. 25 yeah. percent but that's still a lot yes i yeah. think that's a that's a flaw with how we define recession mm-hmm. because like you said you just went up 500 percent and you're only down 20 percent you call that recession like are, are yeah. you kidding me that's what's going on with the economy right now mm-hmm. because technically the u.s economy is a recession but guess what numbers are still strong yeah however for jobs job numbers are still strong, strong. however some would argue that numbers actually lag that oh yeah. you think it's strong now remember Wait. on friday wayfair just laid off five percent of his workers you've seen mm-hmm. google apple and the like so is this just a slowdown or is this something much more de- deeper? Look what it was Jimmy, JP Morgan. Yeah, JP Morgan Jimmy said. Diamond, he yeah. said that there's a 10% that it'll be a soft landing, but there's, I think he said 10 to 20% that will get into a mild recession. Then another 10 to 20% that will be in something much more deeper. Someone said that uh, exec, an exec in JP Morgan actually said, and this is just allegedly because this is just finest Twitter bands. 
basically saying that the worst is yet to come. <laughs> I don't believe that. I think people are being dramatic, uh-huh. but they're saying that obviously they'll tell the wealthy people first. That's true. But I definitely think that I don't envision that what's happening in China though would happen here in the US yeah, because when much you, more strict. And also, I feel like there were already some flaws that you could see. First of yes. all, like the 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 society and how they rally around owning a home is almost yeah. like a court following where like it's by yeah. any means necessary that people are buying anything. I thought it was bad in America, but really it's China worse in China. Worse. It's like everyone just wants to be like I'm a homeowner, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And yeah. second of all, here in the US, you cannot borrow more than 4.7x your annual earnings, right? Let's say even if maybe they want to like extrapolate and give you whatever home, maybe 5x. But apparently in China, China. it's like 20x. 20 yeah. So you see someone who's earning $50,000 annually here in the US can max out borrow 300000 But in China, could potentially borrow for a million dollar home. And it's insane. I think that's pretty interesting because I've always had this idea that China, they're very strict with finances. But exactly. also, I think um, stimulus, pumping money into the economy is like a drug that you can get addicted to. Why? Yeah. Because it makes your economy grow. Yeah. Because remember, when people in China, when they want to buy houses, right, they have to pay the developer. The developer has to hire more people. Yes. So that makes the economy grow. But you have to be careful so it doesn't get overheated. Just that's like, what's going on I think U.S. learned from 2008. From mm-hmm. And this is what China is going to have to learn now. It's your own turn to learn it. Because in terms and I remember they were giving people who barely had, had any good yeah, credit history, not even good annual income, and they were giving them money to borrow. Clearly, they were going to default. So that, that's what I think. I think what that means for us as investors as well is, again, this is not financial advice. We're <laughs> just talking based of, it's really, this is interesting stuff. Right, it's definitely a time to be really careful and invest on things that you know and are going to be here long term. Yes. ETFs are definitely great. Index funds, you should definitely do that, or at least strong blue chip dividend yielding companies. You can rely on that to mm-hmm. a good degree, and it's looking like real estate might not be that jewel of an investment as it once was. At these prices, I exactly. saw someone tweet something. He was like, "A country has two choices." Either that real estate will be a very great asset and can make a lot of it, or many people in America will be able to afford a home. You can't have both of them exactly. Because if house prices are just going to the moon, then get ready for a lot of homelessness, get ready for apartment rents to go to the moon. So pick your poison. Yeah. And I think what many people can do is to wait for the bottom of the cycle. For example, we've been waiting for yeah, for a while. Yes. So that's actually another question if that will come. You know, but it's great that we started to see the first steps. House prices are going down little by little. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it gets to a point where people can actually afford it. Yeah. Even though the institutions, the investors will not like this. But, hey, what do you want them to do? People cannot afford to own a home right now. See, if you're selling a $150,000 <laughs> home, hit me up in a safe neighborhood. <laughs> just kidding. But that's all we have for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And be safe out there in this investing treat. Mm-hmm.